left click on Fred Bode, you should be able to turn down the volume. Yes. There he is. Oh my god. Hello and welcome to these natural ones, those natural ones. All right, Sam, do you want to do the honor of uh, doing our recap for us once again? You don't you have to do the, the you don't have to okay. do the whole thing. Just uh, what happened r- briefly in the last couple sessions. You okay. don't have to do the whole world overview. Okay, good, 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 good. So we uh, battle. Let's see. Let me draw back just a little bit. So we went through the cave, uh, found the bay, the unmarked galleon, destroyed the folks on uh, soldiers on the unmarked galleon. Uh, Sailed the unmarked galleon. <laughs> the unmarked galleon, uh, whilst also burning it, uh, met with our the boss of our boss, whose name I we didn't uh, actually didn't get her name, just known as the hey. general. So we met with the general, general who was Undone's <laughs> boss. Superior. General Charcuterie. <laughs> General Charcuterie. <laughs> that was scary. Uh, let's see. We also, uh, we did learn that the guy, one second. Dog issues. Always. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we learned that the soldiers from the boat were waiting for an ashed face man uh, who we didn't pursue. Uh, we also learned Ash-Faced is derogatory, perhaps. Jurigar is better. Um, and it was plural. Did... Plural. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, sorry, cavemen. Not just a man, but men. Yes. Um, we did decide to investigate the, the Durigar, but we decided to shop and rest first, and we met various... Uh, merchants in the process and learn that the price of weaponry is high. Uh, and I believe, oh, after that, right before we, we finished, uh, Arnon was met with a dream that I don't think I can describe very well. But I know I what the outcome was. visited by a celestial entity. There we go. Who recru- recruited me to be her avatar as or her champion in this realm because the she said the boundaries between realms were becoming thin. Indeed. Arnon has to figure out why. Which was a similar thing to what Butch was greeted by uh, the previous night with the dream she, that he received. She cried blood on me. <laughs> cried blood on uh, you. My my deity did not cry blood on me. No. <laughs> no, it just forced me through a absolutely horrendous series of mind-numbing visions <laughs> in dream form. <laughs> Yes. I woke up drippings with blood. All right. Instead of goo. And then after that, you all more or less had your nighttime rest. So if you haven't done a long rest in Foundry, go ahead and do one now. It looks like Butch, Rhett, and Gwen all performed your long rests in Foundry. And uh, check your character sheets while you're in there. Make sure that they did import correctly. 
for me. Do we need to reintroduce our characters, or are we going to do a thing like a previous No, thing? no, we're, right. we're not going to do that right now. Let's see. Oh, mm. Yes, Wait. and everyone did level up to the whopping level four, so. Dun, 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 Is dun. there a way? Uh, I have two at-will spells. Yes. To hide, I just want to see at will and prepared but the at will disappears if I just select prepared um at will should is at the very top if you go to your actual spell book yeah does that have everything or that's yeah does that have all spells or okay whether or not they're prepared okay no um you just have to kind of look at the top to see whether or not they're at will. There's only or, two of them that are at will, and I can only cast them once a day. So. Yes. All right. So, if everyone is prepared now, so you uh, took your nightly rest. You knew that uh, going into this, uh, the general did say to meet up with her again uh, the following day because she may have another assignment for you. Um, you then proceeded to go through, pick up some supplies and everything, and go take your nightly rests. So, after the night, you do find the morning does come for you guys, and uh, the day is yours. So, what would you guys like to do? Uh, quick point of order. Um, there was something that I believe I missed on the level up. It was... Uh, there was one spell that I hadn't uh, yet picked for magic initiate. Okay. Do you need a re-import then? Uh, yeah, quick okay. re-import. I will do that real quick for you. Well. All right, go ahead and discuss amongst yourselves what you would like to do. Well, the general told us to go back and see her after we rested. Did we, go, and we went to all of the stores we wanted to, right? Because we went to Purple Canvas, Flores Gump, Guardian Bear, and Flawless Tomb, right? Did we want to go swimming for weapons? I mean, yeah, I, like, I Yeah, I mean, I, I, we said that we would do that, but, like, do we want to go to the general first and see if do that first? I mean, did, we didn't give the guy a timeline. No, you did not. He just said, when, whenever you can come around... Go ahead and bring me my stuff or bring me the weapons you can recover. So I guess it depends because like if whatever else we need to do, like also recovers weapons, like that's not a bad deal. Let's let Butch go for a morning swim. <laughs> Maybe he can get his third javelin. Yeah, if, if any one of us is, it, it's going to be okay for them to be dripping wet in the meeting is me. <laughs> All right. I mean, who could tell? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, uh, you guys are headed to the dock then. I'll yes. All right. Yep. Diving off the dock. In All right. The bay. So you head down to the dock. Um, if you remember correctly, the uh, ship sank roughly about 150, 200 yards out. Um, so, Butch, go ahead and make me an athletics check to see how well you okay. swim out there. Can I swim? Let's see. Can Butch swim? 
Uh, Elric, I went ahead and re-imported that. Is everything good? Good. Okay. Well, you make it. I can. You can we swim. Can still swim. You can still swim. So you make it out there. Uh, you dive down. Like I said, you're roughly about. I think we said uh, last time it was roughly about 20, 25 feet down to yeah. the bottom. I mean, I've got 120 foot dark vision. I'm not yeah, you're worried. you're fine with that. Um, while you're swimming around, I will ask for an investigation check while searching the boat for weapons. It's got to be more than I think it's more than 120 foot. Anyway, so this is where it's going to suck. Yes. Because you uh, got to see if you can find things down there. It took, it took me two and a half hours to not find a flag. Right. Have been given guidance prior to diving. Gui guidance only lasts a minute, right? Yeah, but could I not have gone with him? Can you swim that long? Can you hold your breath as we long as we not have a boat? I or are mean, you saying it would take longer than a minute to swim down? All right, I'll tell you what. How about, you could how probably. About I look? Uh, let me go look, and if I have some trouble, I'll pop back up and ask for a little guidance. Yeah, it's only okay. okay. So, so we'll say that Gwen rode, rode, rode her boat out there. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So Gwen's just kind of, yeah. You, so you go down, you swim down, and you're swimming around for a good half an hour, and you come up with. How okay. do I add guidance? Um, you it is add, just adding a D4. Yeah, just oh, okay. add one D4. So can you? All right. Hold on. Let me. It's, it's that. Delete. Oh, it deleted the whole it thing. It. All right. So it was eight. So go ahead and roll a D4. Just slow. All right. Okay. Twelve. That's, that's decent. <laughs> Uh, it's not not fantastic, but looking for anything. All right, so you're down there. You are at the bottom of this bay, um, searching this sunken ship. Um, you're you down find there. Find a white flag, God help me. <laughs> <laughs> so you you spend the better part of your entire hour down there, um, and while you are down there, you come up with about. You search through the different dead bodies and everything, and you find um, nine short swords or scimitars, I guess, is what they were. Just beat yeah. up. I mean, they're not in good condition. They, these things are the barest of bones weaponry that you've seen. They're, they're pot-marked, dinged up. But you find about nine of them on the different dead bodies. And then you also find about five uh, light crossbows. All right. Well, I'll collect those. Okay. Takes you a few um, times to go up and down with, you know, you you swim around, you grab all this stuff, you you pile it up like right oh, in the middle oh, of the bed, yeah. and then you take a few trips up and down uh, to bring them up to Gwen, who's just kind of like chucking as much as she can into this boat. How do the quality of these weapons compare to the quality of the weapons used by the uh, the forces of of Shan uh, along the Wall of Thorns? Comparable, these ones might be a little rougher, um, okay. but nothing that's going to make a major difference. You know, it's no, I'm it's, just thinking about information like, like this kind of intel, sure. Yeah, yeah, they're very comparable to the weapons you've seen in your fights. All right, let's bring in our haul. 
All right, I'd see like you guys. To, uh, grab another boat and start selling tickets for people to come see each other. <laughs> like one of those, one of those uh, tours. Oh my god, you call me a turtle one time, I'm flipping your boat. Terrapin. Terrapin. Turtles are food. Turtles are people. Right. I had a turtle turtle argument with my daughter today because I told her I'm drawing a turtle and she was like, a turtle mom? I'm like, no, no, no. It's a different. Alright, so let's put a terrapin in that. Hey! <laughs> All right, so you come yes. up, you come back with uh, nine yes. rough-looking scimitars um, and five light crossbows that are starting to get a little waterlogged, but they're still in okay condition. Let's try them out. Yeah. All right, so you make your way back to shore. Now, now, what are you guys up to? Um, hmm, I wonder if Thaumaturgy would. No, I bet Elric can use some wizardly magic to dry them out. Um, let's see what I've got. Um, don't you have that cantrip that does prestidigitation? I definitely do not have prestidigitation. You don't have prestidigitation? I'm shocked. Wait, I do. Yes. Uh, Yeah, Rhett does. I forgot about that. (laughs) Fantastic. I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Rhett. Press to digitate that shit. All right. All right. So you take some time to press to digitate the different crossbows. It takes you. Uh, the, you got about five there. So say it takes you the better part of about 15, 20 minutes to go through and dry out each one of these crossbows and make them. I mean, they're still cheap, cheap infantry level crossbows but now they're dry and clean so hey we can we can talk the guy up it's fine we can talk to him whatever you know sure all right we'll we'll let you handle the negotiations (laughs) all right so you guys taking it over to guardian bear yeah all right so where is Hold on one second here. So you guys make your way over to the Guardian Bear. Um, and there, the same big old Goliath, Dane, is standing there. Uh, he's the it's really early in the morning right now. You guys just got up, so he's just now uh, setting up shop, opening the door for the day, um, laying out a couple display items and everything. And he sees you guys walk in and he's like, well, you're back again. Morning, friend. How goes it? Good morning. Dane! Dane! Just really excited to see you. Good morning! Good good, good morning. Somebody, uh... <laughs> it, what, what can I do for you guys? <laughs> you know, I'm in such a great mood because we found so many weapons for you in such a short amount of time. I, I, think, I think you're going to be excited. You, I'm al- excited. Already? You, you should be excited. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let, let me see Super what you excited. have. And he kind of stands up to the counter and everything. He's like, all right, show me what you got. And then, you know, well, Butch can come in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Butch, this this is a lot more sparse and a lot more spacious. And it's pretty empty oh, yeah. right now. So there's plenty of room for Butch. This this place yeah. is made for fighters. 
I'm yeah, not so fighting. Just, like, slap Butch on, on, you know, on his back. It's like a good old he's, used car salesman. He's, he's still a little like, wet. Lay out our wares. He's still a little wet. So you That's slap right. him on the back of the of the shell and just like this fine little mist sprays off and now your hands a little yeah. damp. And I'm like, yeah, see, <laughs> see, how fre- see how fresh our wares are. All right. So you- Super fresh, friend. <laughs> so you lay down, uh, lay down these weapons and he's looking over them and everything. He's like, well, these are not the best quality, but uh, I guess these will do. No, uh, you're right. These are not the best quality, but they are available. <laughs> they are available. Say, and and what, what what quality are the other weapons that you have in here? It's a bit bare. I mean, bare and the guardian bear. <laughs> oh, oh, like a bear market. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I might have uh, fewer weapons, but quality over quantity, right? <laughs> So he looks over everything. <laughs> he, he looks everything over everything, and he's like, "All right, for these uh, these nine scimitars, these five uh, crossbows, uh, probably do about 125 gold for everything. For everything. Everything." Could you meet me? A little bit higher, maybe 150. Make a persuasion check. All right, hold on one second here. Now, uh, remember with your. I can grab you some coffee too. Hold if on. That helps with, your decision making. Don't forget that with your cloak, anytime you do a persuasion check, you can roll a d4 on top of it as well. So you can add, so do slash r space 1d4 and add that to it. I didn't spell out space this time, just now. Okay, good. I'll be right back, guys. All right. Hold on, Dumblock, what are you doing? Thirteen. <laughs> All right. Um, he looks at you and he's like, you know, if these were a little bit better quality, I might be able to do a little bit more. But with the quality that this, these things are in, I mean, the most I could do is about 130. All right. I think... I think we'll let you have this one. We'll get you next time. And I'll bring you coffee. And I'll bring you coffee next time. Fantastic. All right. So mark off that you now are 130 gold richer and uh, got rid of a whole bunch of shitty weapons. Which brings us to just for the group to know, we have 238 gold as of that sale. Wow. Wunderbar. All right. Just, I'm, I've, I've, what I'm now doing is I'm taking notes each session on our ledger and what items. So this is the new session, which started at 108 gold. But we're good. <laughs> Fantastic. Nice. Once we get 300, I can get some diamond dust so we can catch Revivify if we need to. 
All right. All right, so that that concludes that business. Now, where would you like to go? What would you like to do? General time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it sounds like time for the general. General, yeah, general charcuterie. General charcuterie. <laughs> All right, so you make your way up to the Citadel, and... Um, you know, the guards are standing there, but they recognize you from the day before, so they let you in. Uh, you walk up the spiral staircase to the uh, to the war room. Um, and in there, you do see the general. Um, uh, now I'm just singing the fucking general theme song. Uh, the best car insurance rates in town. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should just be humming that to myself. Absolutely. So, so you guys walk in she's uh she's currently sitting on uh sitting here at the end of the table um looking over a couple papers and everything and she sees you guys enter enter and she's like you're back all right how can i help you did you guys uh find what you needed yep all right now, are you, if you guys are rested, I do have a small errand that I would like you guys to perform. There, How small are we talking? This is, uh, to be honest with you, this is something that is uh, something that I do not want to bother my higher ranking officials with. This is something that I believe that you guys can maybe help prove yourself a little bit more. Would you say that this is more of a general task? <laughs> Good one, Rhett. She just uh, shakes her head and she's like, and this is the reason why I am sending you guys on this mission. That is it's fine. So no case. With people? Too large, too small. Anyway, so... I take out my bag of hard candy and I just smash it on the table really loud. Jesus Christ. And then I take out a, the little piece that broke off and put it in my mouth. <laughs> You're so cool. All righty then. So, this, hold, hold on a second. I see you. What are you doing? Hi. General mischief. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, General Miss I love you. Kid, Kid, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Head upstairs, kid. Alright, anyway. So, she looks at you guys and she's like, so this, there have been some rumors going on about some strange occurrences on the south side of town. Uh, word has hit my ears of uh, possible disappearances. And while you guys are still fairly new and are not quite ready for a uh, frontline mission, I would like you guys to go check out, maybe talk to some of the locals on the south side of uh, the south side of the Pearl Village and uh, see what could possibly be going on down there. All right. Mysterious disappearances. Mysterious disappearances, possibly. I don't know. I just hear these things uh, from 
my officers that are saying that possibly people are disappearing, possibly people are, uh, I don't know, maybe they're just drunk and aren't being able to find their way home at night. I do not know. So can we speak to those officers to get Uh, more details from them? These officers, uh, they, most of them are down in Pearl Village right now doing their rounds. You can go down there and look for them. See if you can find them. They are uh, doing their normal rounds down there. Are there any any officers specifically you'd like us to speak with? Um, you can go down and you can find... Uh, there is a little gnome. A little gnome guy. Uh, he is a little uh, magic user. His name is Eric. Uh, he was one of the ones. And then there is also a dwarven soldier uh, named named Horig. Uh, both of them came to me recently about uh, about these sightings. Um, so also, Eric and Horig. Horig. H-O-R-R-I-G. Horig. Yeah. Um, Horig. Horig. Right. And uh, also check the taverns, you know, local places. Uh, Talk to talk to people down there. I mean, do the normal detective work that you do. I make a great detective. I am sure you do. Uh, Very stealthy. Pearl Pearl Village is actually the outskirts of Castellatri. It's like the if here, let me. So if you look here, God damn it. Sorry, things are here. If you look here, Pearl Village is the outskirts right here. Um, she's talking about this south section that's uh, right down here, like right on the edges of these farms. Okay. 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 So. So, like I said, you go down there, talk to some people, see if this is just some bullshit or see if there is actually something that is uh, to come of this. And then uh, report back to me one way or the other. Let me know what you find or don't find. Hopefully it's just some bullshit. (laughs) All right. Now, if you wouldn't mind, I I have work to do. Please. Please. find your own way out. Maybe we should use all of our detective work to find our own way out. Since I'm she's so impressed with our get detective the, work. Get the fuck out of here. But you see... cookies on the table? What? Right? I'm going to search the room for an Does she have any cookies on the table? No. Make an investigation check. No. <laughs> there, there, what her there, name there. is before that wasn't, leave or... That's him looking for an exit, not me looking for cookies. <laughs> for the record. I got a 20 looking for cookies, cookies motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking delivery of baked goods. Immediately. The general's gonna kill me because of this. <laughs> there is a... Uh, Wait, there is, is there a, a name on the box of cookies so that we can know the general's name? <laughs> there is no here. Does she have a name tag? No, there's no... No name tag. And there's no there's no box of cookies. But what you do see is a there is in front of her a little uh, a like sweet roll more <laughs> a Danish. Yeah, there's like a, a, a breakfast pastry uh, plate with some yeah Danishes or some sort of like random breakfast pastries. 
an almond croissant, perhaps? <laughs> perhaps. Yeah, I think... Uh, uh, <laughs> Apple dumpling? Uh, Gwen, Gwen pops one off the top and like... Slaps your hand really hard. What? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I can't try to take it. What's you can hand? You can slide a, You can try a sleight of hand if you would like. Did I take it? You get really fucking close, and then she just smacks your fingers. I just, I just point her and go, next time, and then I head get towards the, the door. Um, <laughs> and I feel like you guys would not. Oh, she is glaring you down, Rhett, the entire fucking time. I just want to know your name. I just yeah, you guys, know you guys name. would know her name. Actually, her name is uh, General Calliope Van Duren. Van Duren. Yes. General Calliope Von Duren. <laughs> Honey nut treats. <laughs> oh, I like, I just came up with a joke that would only be funny to people that knew landscaping, and I'm like sad. <laughs> yes, <Can't> share it. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, oh man, this would kill at a property management convention. (laughs) 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 All right. And on that note, go ahead and share it. Go now. You got to share it. I'm sure we won't get it, but you won't. And I'm just gonna give oh, General Lariope. It's really funny, you guys. (laughs) 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 Thank you. You kill me. All right, so you guys walk your way out of there. Uh, you guys are now at the bottom of the uh, bo- bottom of the tower, outside of the outside of the keep. Uh, what what do you guys want to do? Well, Butch and I are still laughing about my landscaping <laughs> joke because he gets me. Um, that's what we're doing. <laughs> I, I'm I'm laughing at the fact that we're still reenacting Police Academy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, let's go sightseeing. Yeah, uh, Pearl, Village. Pearl Village. Let's go meet some locals. All right, so you guys walk We're down to guard station or something in that area. Uh, you guys walk down to that area and everything, and um, you do see that, that area. Okay. That area. This is the south side of the Pearl Village. Um, you Can I are... put on my hat of disguise? Sure. What are you? Before we get down there. What What yeah, are you? Cool. What are you disguising yourself as? These guys. I'm gonna, dress, I'm gonna dress up like my mom. Maybe more people like give us information because she's famous. <laughs> what does your mom do? Smart. Both my parents are famous. They're famous adventurers. My mom is a writer, and my dad is a musician. Oh, he's a writer adventurer, or she's a writer adventurer. Yeah. Oh, still so bards. They're they're bards. They're yeah, bards. they're they're bards. They're absolutely they're bards. bards. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So so I'm just doing that so that I look more like my mom, so that like we get more. All right. So what, what does your do you mom look like? look like? Um. So, <laughs> I'm a little shorter. Um, and then more you know. Yeah, much more famous looking. Um, you know, my my clothes are, are very fine uh, because, you know, I've, my mother has lots of money and can afford these fine clothes, which is great for her. 
Um, and then, but like the hair is a little bit frizzy and still very long. Or she always like kept her hair long, but like it's a little bit frizzy. Like, you know, I mean, like just as we get older, things dry out a little bit. So she just looks a little dry all the time. You Wait, know? <laughs> is your mother, is your mother the, the elf or the human? Uh, my mother is the is the elf actually. I I even have that written oh, down. So yeah. Thank, so I thank do. God. Yeah. My All mom right. is the elf. All right. So while you walk down here, you do uh, reach the edge of this village, uh, or the edge of the the town here, the the Pearl Village section of the town. Uh, and what you see is um, basically the size side of like one block. Uh, there's some houses, some typical like grain stores and stuff like that. It's very agricultural in nature. It, it opens up to a bunch of farmland. So you are seeing um, there is one tavern in that area, um, but most of it is like storage storehouses and uh, stuff like that. You do see right around this. I don't know if you can see my pointer, but this uh, intersection right here where it wise out, um, there is a guard, a, a dwarven man, big brown beard down to his stomach, um, standing there just kind of like leaning on his axe that he's got like sitting on the on on the ground, uh, almost like a cane. And he's just kind of like sitting there just looking around at everything, trying not to fall asleep. Who wants... <clears throat> Anyone want to wake him? No. Yes. Gwyn goes up and taps him, taps him on the chest. Hmm? Hmm? Oh. What can I do for you? Are you Horik? Hi. Wonderful. Who Me? are you? Gwen. And my friends and I are have been uh General Von Duren has uh sent us to kinda check in and, and maybe see if we can figure out what's going on down here. Well she's finally she's... taking that stuff seriously. My accent's she terrible, just to warn you. Horik around. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I kick his so, cane out from his <laughs> motherfucker. <clears throat> so, I there's been uh, some disappearances around here. Uh, a few people have gone missing over the past few days, and uh, a, a couple of the farmers are talking about strange noises. Uh, coming from the hills, so I—that's all I know. Uh, these people, uh, my, the accent keeps changing. I apologize. These people keep uh, coming up to me, and I just report what I hear. So, your best. Do you know, do you know who? Like, are there any specific people that have disappeared? Any? Uh, your best bet is to talk to Trisnala down at. Uh, down at uh, the Cup and the Coin, which is uh, the tavern that's uh, down the road a little bit. Uh, she is the, the barkeep there, uh, older elf woman. You'll, you'll recognize her as soon as you get in. Uh, 
she i believe she had a family miss member go missing uh she also i mean that's where all the farmers go for for food and drink so she would be the one that would be able to tell you more what types of noises have they been hearing I, again i don't know i'm just telling you guys what i heard uh has anybody been acting differently not that I've noticed, but uh, again, uh, Trisnala would be the one to talk to. I'm, I'm not Maybe sure. Like, they seem like a different person, even in the middle of a sentence. I'm, what? Like, I, they act completely differently, even in the middle of a sentence. I'm, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but I, I think... Are you okay, sir? I like they start a sentence sounding like one person and then finish it. <laughs> Shut the, the fuck up, <laughs> you asshole! It's like I was like, "Ooh, this is really interesting. Like, what's happening?" <laughs> oh, no, he's just being oh. an asshole. Oh, brother stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because fuck you. That's why. All right. Anyway, sorry, my Irish and my Scottish were blending into some uh, stupid fucking. Clusterfuck of accents it's there. Celtic. A little bit of Ringo too. Don't a little just little bit of Ringo. A little bit of Ringo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Great. Anyway. I loved it. So that was my you, favorite part. I was like, I hope it's Ringo all the time. If you head down there to the to the cup and the coin, should be able to tell you a little bit more. Cool. Cool. I have a question. It says that while I'm wearing this hat, I can use an action to cast the disguise self spell at will so for right yes. now i'm wearing the hat but i would prefer to be me until i need to not okay be. well you're attuned to the hat so you're always wearing the hat cool all right so what are you guys doing going to the cup and the coin yeah i just yeah, want to get indoors all right so you walk uh you walk down it's about is bitch still wet I'm sure Butch has dried off by now. <laughs> Between the walk down and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just we're this is a lot of really big open space. I'd like to go inside. <laughs> what time of day is it? Um like after the I mean show? it's it's still between after you woke up, I'll you went swimming. Me. Do you want to carry me? And then uh went, you. probably looking about maybe nine, ten in the morning still. All right. So, so you, are the tab is the tavern even going to be open? Like, or do they have a brunch service? And this is why they're open right now. I mean, th as far as you know, this these taverns are open most of the time. Okay. Um, they got Waffle House hours. Okay. Yeah, Waffle House hours. Exactly. Fantasy Waffle House. Cool. <laughs> so you walk down here, walk down about half of the block down, and you see. Uh, this tavern on the right side it's or the, i'm sorry the left side of the road there it's uh pretty poor looking area very uh, the buildings are very dilapidated uh kind of look like they're one board shy of falling apart um you do see the most well kept in the area um but still meager uh, to say the best and uh you do see the you walk up there's the a couple small windows on the side and the door in the middle you walk in and it's a very dimly lit musty smelling 
tavern, uh, a few sparse tables around, and um, a bar along the right side there with this... Behind it is this older elf woman uh, wearing, like, this light blue, like, robin's egg blue dress, um, kind of going about wiping down some dishes and everything and putting them away and just kind of starting to set up for the day. She kind of looks up. You guys walk in. She kind of looks up and she's like, hi. How can I help you guys? I believe you were the one that we needed to talk to about <clears throat> what's been going on out in the farms. Oh, and she looks around and everything. Are you guys from the forts? Are, are they yes. fi they're finally sending somebody? I've been talking to uh, to Horig for for weeks now about this and it's I, I I was starting to think nobody was ever going to take any of us seriously. Nope, that's us. We're here to take you seriously. No, yes, seriously. That is why we're here. Um, some of the locals around here have uh, some of the farmers have talked about uh, some of their livestock going missing. At first, we thought it was just you know wild animals or something, but uh, it seemed to start happening a little more regularly. Um, I know a couple people said over the course of the past like week or two, they've lost handfuls of livestock. Um, and then there was uh, there was uh, the the noises that they were talking about that seemed to go come from kind of out. I know you're going to think I'm crazy and it sounds crazy to say it, but uh, noises coming from, noises coming from around where the cemetery is out there. What kind of noises? Howlings, screechings, uh, rustlings in the middle of the night, um, things like that. Is there anything left of the livestock? Or just totally gone. They they seem to be gone. Um, nothing that we saw. Nothing that th at least I didn't see it personally, but nothing that uh, anyone told me about. Any strange patterns in the crops? There were a couple people said something about what looked like their crops were bent down almost in paths, but. Uh, not anything pattern, really, just it kind of looked like something was moving through the area. Tracks. Footprints. Egg. Like. Bootprints or. Like, like normal. Uh, the, the only thing we couldn't really tell if it was. If it they they said that they couldn't really tell if it was uh, really related or not because they just look like footprints they just there was uh, footprints in these in these paths so it could have just been some kids or something that were running through the farms taking shortcuts I don't know but that's the only thing that they could that they really talked about have any people gone missing 
yes, they they there's been a couple people that have gone missing, but um, again, these are not exactly the most high brow of people, so nobody really paid it much mind. Um, there were two, two that that I heard about. Um, there was a guy named Fennin who went missing probably close to a week ago. Um, most people just thought he was uh, on a bender somewhere, drunk, because uh, he was he was kind of a kind of an alcoholic, kind of a drunk. He uh, he would disappear before, so nobody really thought much of it. So does uh, everyone think that he's dead? Because you're speaking about him in past tense, not really present well, missing tense. We just we don't we don't know. That he's dead. We don't know. We he's been gone. And like I said, I'm just telling you what I heard. I don't know. Um, yeah, there was him and there was one other person um, named Saren who uh, disappeared two days ago. Well, that's really all I know. What were they like? Did you, I mean, and you said that Venon was a drunk and people would expect that he would disappear for a while. What was, what was Saren like? Is that, did they have a personality where they would also he, disappear? Saren kind of kept himself, kept to himself. He was a farmer. He, he lived quite a bit out um, from the village, from the town. Um, he usually came in only about once a week to pick up some supplies and everything. And, um, it's still a little ways away from harvest time, so that's when we usually see him more often. Um, but he missed his last. He's he's pretty regular on the, the times that he comes in, and he should have been here about two days ago, and he still hasn't shown up. How often did you say he's coming? Usually about once a week just to pick up like some some supplies and some meats and, you know, uh, food stuff and stuff like that so but so he was it's possible it's possible he went missing around the same time as Fennin and you just now noticed he's missing possibly like I said he he's usually only here about once a week he was here two weeks ago but then he missed he didn't come in a couple days ago I mean it could be normal he could be fine it's just it's not like him to miss a check-in like that or miss a supply run I should say there anyone else that uh, might have more information or, or might have anything that can kind of help us other than a trek into the cemetery? There was uh, there was a group of children that were up that were talking about strange noises uh, when they were out playing in the fields um, not too long ago. I mean, that they're really the only other people. Um, there was a um, a little girl named Lordy that uh, she was talking about some really weird noises that she overheard. I mean, you might be able to find her. She's usually out in the fields playing with her friends. And how old is she? Mm, probably 
11, 12, maybe. What were the names of the two missing people again? Oh, Jesus. It was Fennin and Saren. Fennin and Saren. Mm. Uh, Did they know each other? I don't know, to be honest. Seems as though the child might be the next lead. Or the graveyard. Agree. Or we could just go to the graveyard, sure. Always good to go to a graveyard. Can we... (laughs) Do we know where it is from here? Can we see it from here? Um, she, she can point it out to you. Uh, basically, if you're looking, if you go down the southmost path, path um, right past these farms, right off the edge of the map, map there are some hills. Uh, the terrain gets pretty hilly, and right off to the side there, there is a pretty substantial looking graveyard. And it's kind of ducked down in almost like this... Uh, a bowl of this lowland that comes down and it's uh, it was almost designed there specifically because of the fact that it fits into this curvature of the hills right there we go talk to the girl see if we can find the girl yeah thank you thank you so much for the information you're welcome. And uh, if you guys need anything else, I'll, I'll be here all day. I mean, I can get you beer if you want beer. Oh, I think we're about to go. Oh, OK. All right. Well, when you're done, come back and I'll I'll get you some beer. <laughs> all right. Some beer, sweetheart. <laughs> What'd you say? Is there anywhere around here that sells cream? Cream? I mean, I like like an anti-aging cream. No. Hmm. I've heard pearl cream is the best. Oh, my God, I made a mistake. Right. Perhaps we ought to be following up on these leads that we have. All right. So, what are you guys doing? Are you going to the cemetery, or are you going to go t- find this girl? Can we look find the girl, girl first. I mean, cemeteries are best visited at night. I think clearly, uh, yeah. always. Let's go to those fields. I want to use my amazing investigation skills. All right. In the field. So yeah, go. If you guys are going to go look for this girl, she she tells you roughly where uh, she typically is hanging out with or her the friends. girl. That works. Oh wait. So what are you go- yeah, doing? I find the girl. Find okay, the girl. find the girl. All right, so go ahead and roll uh, investigation checks to see if you guys can find the girl. Gwen finds the girl. <laughs> um, so you guys are walking right out of, uh, right out into where these fields start and everything. And Gwen, you actually hear it first is uh, like a little bit of laughter coming off from the side, and you see. Uh, there's this one fairly large tree right there in the middle of the opening, and you see a couple uh, small children like running around and everything. And 
Um, one of them matches the description of uh, of Lordy. Uh, Lordy. What are they, humans? Um, Lordy is a little elf. Um, the other ones look like quite a few humans. Uh, there's uh, there's five playing around there. Um, three of them are human. Lordy is an elf, and the other one appears to be a tiny, tiny little gnome child. And I just broke Sam. <laughs> I'm just picturing the tiny, tiny little gnome child. I'm so happy. <laughs> Right, so are we approaching them? Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I hear them over there. Let me go over there. All right, Lordy? so are, is the entire group going up? No, I am holding back. I don't trust myself around little humans. Uh, <laughs> I also hold back. Yeah, maybe I like I'll I'll disguise myself as a kid and then like her and I can go and then it'll be less intimidating for like kids. Like I'll just like hold her hand and pretend to be your kid. It would be out of disguise. Well, hat of disguise you're, you're can't kid? really change your height very much, so you'd be a very I tall. I mean, kid. I was I was almost five four, like in middle school, so I don't know. <laughs> like it works. All right, so you guys just taller than I am now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the two of you approach these kids, and these kids just kind of like running around they see you guys and they all kind of stop and are looking at you like very oddly like what who who the fuck are you and why are you walking up to us i rich children we're looking <laughs> we're looking for lordy that that's me hi hi what hi who are you we're we're trying to figure out what's going on here and um, Tristala Tris, Trisnala mentioned that you may have uh, seen or heard some things. Oh, and we'd, we'd really the, love to know what's going on. You're talking about the noises that happen at night? Yeah. Yeah, all the scary okay. stuff. All this. <laughs> so you know, my my little one's real curious. Oh, OK, make a deception check. <laughs> Both of you. Because you're lying. I think, I, I think I am very convincing. <laughs> and, and and you are. Yeah, in your face. Congratulations, you hoodwinked. Enough. Thank you. <laughs> now I'm a kid, and it's great. The DC must have been real high. All right, so she's How like. Did you roll the same number, right? So. so She's like, she looks at you guys. She's like, okay, well, um, my, my house where I live is pretty close to the, to the cemetery. Um, I'm not entirely sure where the sounds are coming from, but every night I hear my, my dad says it's just wild animals because we're on the edge of the town, but um, every night I hear what sounds like screams um, coming from around the cemetery. And then uh, I heard some really weird growl. And I, 
I've been, I know I'm young, but I've lived here my entire life and I've heard almost all the animals that live around here. Um, but I've never heard growls like what I heard the other night. They were, they didn't sound normal. They didn't sound like any animals that I know. Have you seen anything? Or have you just heard anything? No, I haven't seen anything. Different? I've just heard noises. Like I said, we, we live really close to the cemetery, though, so I, that's where I'm guessing that it's coming from. I don't know for sure. I don't know exactly where it's coming from. Maybe your parents would let us camp in your backyard so that we could be close to so we could figure this out. Um, maybe, maybe. I don't know. My dad's my dad kind of wants us to stay safe, so I don't know if he would really. There's a lot of wild animals that come close, so I don't know if he'd really be OK with you guys camping in the backyard. Where where is your dad now? Um, He's probably working in our farm. He's usually working in the on the on the field uh, this time of day. Can you can you point us in the direction so we can maybe yeah. have a chat with your dad to see if maybe he knows more? Because if we if we're going to figure this out, it's really important that we have as much information as we can so we don't die. <laughs> yeah, or I don't disappear. <laughs> I don't I don't want wait, who died? Did somebody die? No, no, I did. I somebody meant die? Disappear. Nobody did died. S- wait, wait. Shh. Did- nobody. Nobody. No, died. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, she didn't mean I just it. it's cool. Yeah, I didn't it's mean fine. it. I'm okay. I'm not. I'm. Oh, OK. Deary, um, I'm so sorry. I just my I just, mom's weird. It's fine. I just, I just, I take the little, little girl's hand and I just say, I didn't mean to. It was an accident. Okay. I just, okay. Things and it just sneaks in there sometimes. But what I, what I wanted to say was, we just need as much information as possible. And then I take, like, I've got all the dried, like, little mushrooms and stuff on my waist belt. I take, like, a particularly, like, colorful one out. And I say, and, and you can have this. And you can look at it, don't eat it. But okay. look at it, don't eat it. Okay. But it's really pretty. So it's very pretty. Nervous, yeah, if you get nervous, you just look at this and you just think how how there are wild lands out there where there aren't bad things and there is a okay. good things like this beautiful mushroom that you should never eat, but it's beautiful. Okay. I give it to her. Wow. <laughs> I am not near this, right? No, you're not near this. <laughs> Okay. Wise choice. Yeah. All right. So she she points down the road and uh, tells you that you're basically looking at go down this road for uh, a good mile or so. And uh, her farm, her house and her farm is there off off to the left about. So um, right before you hit the cemetery. That mushroom is going in the soup and that whole family is going to die. <laughs> Oh my god. I'd like to think it just gives them a real good trip. She, yeah. she gave them okay. a, that's, a, that's comfort, better. a comforting death cap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she tells you her her, her dad's name is Horeth. Um, and points you in the direction of her farm. Wait, so her dad's a dwarf? No, that was Horeg. This is Horeth. I, I'm just hearing Horik. The the dwarf was H O R R I G. Her dad is H O R I T H. Harry understands. 
Okay. Butch is just turn Horik. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Do we see Horus? All right. So you guys are walking down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Walk- like we're all together again, right? Yeah. I'm assuming because you guys are walking yeah, about, okay. just, about a just, mile just, too. <laughs> yeah. Butch is. I'm me Butch. again. <laughs> Thou hast Horth around. We should buy Horth a tent. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Yes. We do not yes, need please. a callback to my home game. <laughs> the, oh. Yeah. Uh, the the Hortense. All right. So you walk down. You walk about a mile. Um, in, or it's just Horth. It's just farm after farm after farm and then you finally find uh, you do see uh, just a little ways in the distance uh, where the the hills kind of crest together and where you believe the cemetery is down there you're still a little too far away to see the actual cemetery um, but you do see on uh, the right side of the road a pretty small meager farmstead um, with some sort of wheat-ish grain uh, being grown there. And you do see um, this elven man with very sun-dried leather skin, uh, like he's done this work his entire life, um, working out there in the middle of the field, kind of bent over, kind of breaking through uh, some weeds and everything, trying to clear out a section of land. Can we approach him? Are you sure. still my kid? No, no, no. I'm me again. I wasn't going to walk a mile being a kid. Like, that's, <laughs> that's awful. Excellent. Um, can, can Gwen definitely wants to approach, and she wants to approach at an angle to where she's fully visible before she gets to him. She doesn't want to shoot sure. him. All right. So, like, unless you think you want me to be a kid again, I'm fine either way. I think that he'll be fine with that. Gwen doubts her ability to hoodwink someone older than 12. (laughs) So, all right. So, you guys approach this guy. I'm going to be sticking close to Gwen, actually. All right. So, you guys approach this guy. He kind of looks over and sees you guys coming and just kind of like puts his little tools down that he's using and grabs a rag out of his hand, out of his back pocket and starts like, wiping off his hands. He just kind of nods at you guys as you approach. Hi. Good day to you. Hey. The the fort sent us to investigate what's been going on here. And uh, Mm. your daughter mentioned that that y'all have uh, seen some, heard some, uh, interesting things from the cemetery he just kind of looks down and shakes his head and he's like it's just my daughter's wild imagination yeah there's been some some noises and everything but I don't think it's anything other than some some wild animals out on the in the hills uh, normal calls normal you know these some of these beasts, if you're not familiar, they can sound pretty, pretty terrifying and lifelike or human like. But 
I haven't seen anything that that uh, really makes me think anything differently. So you've you've lived here for decades, and these yes, kinds of sounds this... always come from the cemetery. And they're not. It they're coming from the hills behind the cemetery. They're not coming from the cemetery. I like to roll insight, kind Go of for feel it. for how he's actually feeling. Go for it. I'm not trained, but hey. That's fine. He certainly sounds like he's being honest, but who knows? Maybe he's being mind controlled. All right. Or, you know. Your whisper has been sent. So. You said it sounds as though they're coming from the hills behind the graveyard. Yeah, they. I don't believe they're coming from the graveyard. I, th I think they're coming from. I think it's just wild animals out in the in the hills behind beyond. <laughs> Do you know if the these human-like sounds? Uh, have you noticed them happening around the same time as people going missing? He just kind of looks at you. He's like, who's, who's gone missing? I haven't heard anything about anybody going missing. Mm, is he lying? You can roll an inside check. I think I might I roll did. an inside check. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Hold on one second. Uh, ta -da, ta -da. Okay. Who else did? Rhett, you did? All right. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well. Do you know of any other villagers or farmers who are having complaints about these sounds? I mean, I'm sure everybody around here, I mean, there's one more farm right on the other side um, that would be close enough to hear these. Um, Aegon hasn't really said anything to me about it, um, but... Aegon, you said. Aegon, yeah, he he runs the farm right across right across the road there. When did you last speak with Aegon? That's been a few weeks. That's what I was. Do afraid you know of. a farmer named Saren? Doesn't sound familiar. No, I don't know. I don't travel uh, away from this farm very often. Um, pretty much takes up most of my time, so I'm not that familiar with. Too many of the other folks around here. Gwen, I think we need to check him? out Aegon's farm as soon as possible. Agreed. Did he say he heard the screams? Yeah, he said he heard the screams, but to him it sounded more like just regular wild animals. Like fox. Or goats. <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> fox? Fox sounds like women screaming. Coyotes, man. Crazy. Coyotes do. 
Coyotes sound exactly like you set a woman on fire. That's DM talking. That's not. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you've ever uh, heard a coyote, a group of coyotes, it literally sounds like you set somebody on fire and they're just screaming for their life. It's terrifying. Oh, God. I heard a coyote attack some sheep a few times. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Sir, th- thank um, you for your time. Anytime. Let me know. Uh. If you need anything else while you're out here. Of course. All right. All right, so he just goes back to working on his the plot of land, like trying to hoe up some some hoes, some uh, weeds. Hey, Gwen, can I um, can I carry on my shoulders? Me? I'm having. There's not any trees out here. You want to carry me on your shoulders? It's just a lot of open space. Sure. Thanks. As long as we're going to Aegon's farm, I will enjoy the ride. <laughs> All right. Farm. So you uh, go across the path and you do see. Um, Make a perception check. Anyone. Do I get advantage because I'm so high up? No. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. All right. Ooh. All right. So, Rhett. Ooh, do I smell something delicious? Rhett and Butch. What? And Arnon. Rhett, Butch, and Arnon. You guys notice it first. Um. The crops in Aegon's farm seem a little unkempt. Yeah. Uh, things look a little distraught around there, like it hasn't been touched in a little while. Wait, yeah. who's Aegon? What? Aegon's farmer's farm. Yeah. Is he one of the missing ones? No. He's probably about to be declared missing. Yeah. Aegon? Yes, Aegon. I know you haven't seen... What? Nothing, never mind. I haven't seen him in a while. I wonder what a while means to that other farmer. He said said a couple weeks. A couple couple weeks? weeks. Okay. So, and the the farm doesn't look terribly out of sorts, but on a 20 and a 24 investigation, you do notice it's a little... Like th- most of the farms around there are very well kept and very like pretty well manicured. This one looks like it's just somebody hasn't touched it in in a little while. Can we see the the home like the house? Yeah, you look down. Um, it's probably a good mm, quarter mile down this uh, entry path um, down little bit of a, a grade down and you see a little homestead in the middle little very small little maybe like two three bedroom house uh one story uh Pat well let's go check it out on the shell and i said let's go yep we're going all right i'm trying not to go too fast so yeah you guys walk down um walk down there you do notice uh 
especially on the path, quite a bit of weeds growing up through the path. Um, you make it down to, <clears throat> excuse me, you make it down to the house and um, everything looks very dark around the house. What time of day is it? You're pro- uh, with travel time and everything now, you're probably looking just afternoon. You're still around midday. Okay. You can do the little press to digitation thing and like light up the room. Like How through far the way, can you be? All right, let's let's go up to the house, I guess. Then, all right, so you walk up to the house. Um, you see, I'm sorry, I thought we were inside. No, you're not inside yet. You, you, I'm gonna be listening and smelling closely. All right, so you walk up to the house. Um, you see a little short little front porch area that goes along the entire side of the house, but it's probably only about four feet out. Um, Gwen, I better put you down. Yeah. You walk up. Um, as you he see... puts me down. Oh, sorry. As no. he puts me, as we put it. Yeah. As he puts me down, I like uh, put my hand on him and I say, you got this, buddy. And I give him guidance. Fantastic. Thanks. All right. So you walk up, you do see a main window. Um, you, you kind of glance in the window. You don't see any like movement or anything. Um, but inside you see some simple furniture. Uh, you, you do see a kitchen area with a stove, um, a couple cabinets and everything. And you do see like a main sitting area with a couple chairs and a fireplace. Um, the fireplace is not lit um, and there's no real signs of life, I should say. Currently, everything seems very still inside the house. I'm going to search the house to try and figure out how many people live here. So you, are you going into the house? I'm absolutely going in this house. You All right. You might want me to go first. If you want to. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you walk up to the front door and what are you doing? Like, did we I try knocking? No, I'm going to. I'm, I'm not knocking. Flip uh, up my hood and stealthily enter. Well, I'll okay. check the front door first. Okay, so go ahead and roll investigation. Me? No. Oh. You don't see any traps on the front door. The door uh, does not appear to be locked currently. All right, I go through the front door. <sighs> All right, so Butch, you just open the door. You walk in. Yeah. Um, you're standing... Um, in the middle of basically a main seating area, living room style area, you see uh, two chairs. It's very Spartan in there. You do, all you see are two chairs, a small little table between the two, and both chairs are kind of angled towards a fireplace. Um, there's some residue of uh, ash and stuff in the fireplace, but no current fire. Uh, past that, looking in from the front door, uh, the living area is almost to your left. Uh, your right, you walk in right behind the two chairs. Um, past that, you see a simple kitchen that you saw through the window. Um, to your right, uh, you see a wall that goes down to um, a small little hallway that turns off to the right. What do I smell? Um. Go ahead and make another investigation check since you're inside the house now. 
Butch has spent a lot of time fighting on the fields of battle. He knows the smells of death. Yes, he does. He knows the smells of the undead. And yeah. All right. All right. So, let's get to the go to the right. Here we go. Perception. Yes. You, oh wait, I get to add D four, right? Yeah. Oh right, right. total of seven. Butch. You uh, when you were walking in, you must have like sniffed up some pollen from one of the plants that were out there or something. So you're like, <laughs> I'm you amazing. Got a, you got an itch in your nose, and you just cannot get it out. Um, I sneeze real loud. Yeah. Just a reminder, I have advantage on almost everything that has to do with undead, fiends, or fae. Yes. Arnon, you see nothing. You smell nothing. There's... You you catch a little whiff of maybe that smell of ash from the fireplace, from an old fire, but... There's there's nothing here. Just reminding you to tell me when to do it. Absolutely. I will. If it comes up, I will let you know. But as of right now, you don't. You got nothing. Or if it's if it's a situation like this and you want to, like, give anything away, I could just do advantage and you can take yeah. the first or the highest, whichever. Yeah, I'll let you know. It's fine. Arnon, I'm. I'm going to go check the house, see if there's anyone upstairs. Well, it's a single, Just, sto- it's a single story, story, but you, there is a, I'm going to check the hallway. house, see if there's anyone in a, in a different room. All right. So you walk, you walk down the hallway to the right. Um, mm. You do see one door um, to your right. Um, and then you see a door to your right, a door to your left, and then a small door right at the end of the hallway. All right, well, I'll, I'll glance in the rooms. Okay, so you open up the door to the right. You see mm-hmm. a a bedroom um, with a, a, a double bed in it uh, that appears to be made. Um, the house is pretty, or the room is pretty pristine. Um, you see a dresser, um, just a simple wooden dresser, um, simple wooden bed, and that's pretty much it in that in that room adult bed child's bed adult bed okay i'll check the other room the other room is uh pretty much empty there's a couple boxes um with you open up a couple of the boxes and there's like some linens and um some clothes but pretty much this room is more or less empty all right, I'll check the door at the end at the end of the hall. You said yes. You open up, and it's a short little door. It's like a half door. Um, you open up that door, um, and it's just storage. It's filled with uh, a couple knickknacks, um, some cleaning like rags and stuff like that, and uh, more or less. That's that's it. It's just basic storage. All right, I'll go back to Arnon. And I'm report for hard candy. You're looking for hard candy. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. You don't find any hard candy. Sorry. There's no one here and the doors are too small. <laughs> no hard candy either. All right. On that note, 
on that note, we're going to go ahead and take about a five minute break while you guys figure out what to do next. So we will be back in just a little bit.
right, and we are back. Okay, so now that you have explored this uh, empty farmhouse, what would you like to do? I have an idea. Oh, okay. I would like to ritually cast detect magic. Sure. All right, so you sit down and uh, you take your 11 minutes to do your ritual. Nothing. You don't feel really anything here. Nothing. Nothing. There's well, no no magical essence within your 30 feet radius. Oh, that template doesn't need to be there. <laughs> you want to go do that in the graveyard? <laughs> That's probably a smarter idea. Let's do it. So you Should we look outside to see any signs of struggle or people being dragged off or anything? Can make an investigation check to look. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm also just remembering. Oh, shit. I, my hawk is still a thing. <laughs> All right, so Arnon and Rhett, not Butch. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. No. Not Gwen. It's agoraphobia. Not Elric. What <laughs> is double numbers? All right, Hard so, to see around with your head half in your shell. Yeah. So Arnon and Rhett, uh, you guys are, all of you are walking around the property and everything. And um, I'm sure I'm finding things. They're just not useful. Yeah, you're finding rocks and pebbles and some random scat of some sort. Significant but, scat. <laughs> Hey guys, is this a clue? <laughs> Butch, right. please put that down. I'm pretty sure it's fecal matter. <laughs> oh my god. Significant scat. That should have been the name of this stream. <laughs> Significant no. scat. Alright. I'm the scat man. <laughs> I wish you weren't. Alright, so you guys are looking around and uh Arnon and Rhett, you guys find in one of the fields a little ways away from the from the house um, sitting in the middle of this row of crops is tools you see a, a couple little hand tools you see a sickle and you see a pair of working gloves oh um, so not not politicians okay <laughs> No, but that's good. So you see uh, farming implements uh, and you see working gloves and you notice. While it looks old, there is some signs of footprints through here and some of the crops and some of the weeds and everything are a little kind of bent over and slowly starting to like regain their shape. Can I do a nature check? Like, do you think that that would be helpful here for us to, like, see? You can try. Because, like, between... Okay. Damn it. You yeah, you don't know nothing. You Gw don't know nothing. Gwen, um, all you can tell is these are not normal patterns. 
This is this is not the way plants grow. Something something was happened here. <laughs> that guy that guy pointing in that meme is just perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you clearly like him a lot. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right. This is well, why we can't have nice things. Sorry, guys. What would you guys like to Dreaming. do? Now? What time of day is it? Uh, a little bit afternoon. It's still midday. Probably one, High one, 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 two p.m. Maybe. Check out that graveyard. Yeah, best do it now while we still have daylight. All right. So you guys walk down and it's literally right at the end of these farms. Um, <clears throat> you come into, like I said, it's like a it's like a dip in the middle of almost like a horseshoe style of hills. And it's not anything like massive. It's just some the start of some rolling hills. Um, Why would they put the graveyard where the water gathers? OK, who knows? Um, who knows if you don't even know if water there's well, you don't know um you do see a bit of a gate a fence going across the front uh going from hill to hill uh more or less and then there's a fence that goes around with a little rusty gate right in the middle of it um the graveyard itself is decent size um you're probably looking at probably about 10 acres of size, you do see a couple mausoleums, but mostly it's just tombstones everywhere. Okay, here I would like to do another ritual casting of detect magic. Okay, so you take your time, you do your 11 minutes and everything, and uh, I wish I'd taken detect undead today. I should do that tomorrow. You're still not getting anything. Still not uh, seeing any magic. If there is something going on here, it's not magical in nature. At least not in a way that I can detect. It could be undetical. All right, I'm going to look around for tracks and such. All right, make an investigation check. I'll help. With advantage. Not that you need it. All right, with that 24... You, uh, off to the side, not going in to the actual graveyard, but off to the side, you do see what could potentially be tracks leading into the hills. Butch sees the sun. He looked up and he's got the sun in his eyes. And do you see something? You're Can I roll muted. for nature again? I can't hear you, Scott. Yeah. Oh, no. it, it's lighting up like you're saying something, but we can't hear you. How about Turn now? it off? Hey, there oh. it is. My jack came out a little bit. Sorry. Gotcha. Oh, I found some tracks that lead up into the hills. Shall we follow them? 
seems as good a lead as any. I start following them, even though I don't know where they are. All right, so You're Arden. Really a lead. Yeah, I'll follow. Uh, Just start walking so, in a random direction. Arnon and and uh, Gwen, with your investigation check, you were able to see them a little bit after. Or after Arnon kind of pointed them out, you were able to see. So the two of you lead the group up, um, and you go the path, quote unquote path. Uh, takes you up into the hills and then it kind of wraps around into where the hills start getting a little more hilly. Wooded? No, not wooded. But um, so you're you're going into these more rolling hills and then uh, you crest over one of them and you look down and first off you look around and you are way out in the middle of nowhere like there is no farmland near you at this point the hells are alive and they're <laughs> eating children <laughs> so you look down and the hill goes this hill comes down into where almost like three hills meet down and you look down and there is what appears to be the entrance to a cave oh yeah Hey guys, there's a cave down there. Oh, yeah, caves. Let's Did go. Does my nature thing help again at all in this instance? Uh, what hmm? would you be looking for? I still want to try it. Like if we're if we're closer to something, I feel like it's arguable that I would be able to look at a track and the surroundings in that track. Like assuming that that's like it's dwelling. Okay, so you're you're trying to figure out what the tracks are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to roll nature for that, you can. It would be nature or survival. Your choice. Nature kind of let me down last time. Go, go, Ranger Powers. Yeah. <laughs> survival. If, for all you can tell that they, they look human. Humanoid, I should say. They look like uh, they could be some sort of two-legged humanoid-ish creature. We're going in this cave. Sounds good to me. All right. So I'm going to take my rapier out and draw it across my bicep. Okay. Anything else any of you want to do before you enter the cave? I'll get my weapon ready. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm going to... Strong button. War hammer and shield. So, so I, I have an idea for something that I, I would like to do as preparation. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I have. Uh, oh, why do I always crit on that? <laughs> so, so I have Blade Song and I have the spell Mirror Image. Uh, I'm going to do both of those and like basically coin that as a the blade chorus. Okay. That works. How long does mirror image last? Mirror image. Let's take a look in the book. Take a look in a book. Reading rainbow. Uh, It lasts for one minute. All right. So Okay, so if you would like to do that now, you can. Knowing it. Okay, so you're going to go ahead and cast Mirror Image. 
before you guys walk into this cave. Your image, okay. and also we're gonna run into something okay. in like one hour. <laughs> right. That's and why I'm afraid to cast anything. Blade, yeah. Blade song lasts until oh, it only lasts for one minute as well. Right. Okay. See, my crimson right lasts until I put my sword yes, down. Yes, your crimson right will last. Yes, will last as long as you're holding the weapon, or until you complete a rest. Or I'm maybe gonna, I should save those things for like when we encounter that's, something. Yeah, that's up to you. But uh, you don't know what's in this cave, so. Well, with my hood up, I'm going to stealthily enter the cave. So, Elric, what yeah. would you like to do? Would you like to wait on those things then? Yeah, I'll okay. wait. Since right. That's an that's an action and a bonus action. So, yeah. all right. So, do we want to be super uh, sneaky going in? Because I can give us all a boost to sneakiness. Yes. I can do pass yes. without a trace once. All right. I mean, I I am really so stealthy, <laughs> but I can always use the benefit. All right. So you're casting pass without a trace. So that's plus ten. So everybody roll stealth. And then add 10 to those. So we're at 23, 29, 29, 15, and a 37. 37. Well, technically, I have advantage, but we'll go with the nat 20. All right. Fantastic. Nice. All right. Well, luckily, um, I'm going to stay ahead of them because yeah. that's what rogues do. Yes. Well, luckily, since everyone else rolled so high, uh, you're able to compensate for Butch. Um, hey. <laughs> so you enter this cave um, and it's a fairly thin opening, um, but you go down and it enters into. Uh, well, actually, why don't I just show you? Let me get you guys on the map here real quick. I'm getting um, like a, like a holy feeling here, guys. Hmm. All right. Can everyone see now? Not quite yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now I got loading, loading, loading. And can you only see the little room you're in? Yes. Fantastic. Yep. Yes. All right. Except so you on Twitch. Well, don't look on Twitch. I'm not. I'm not. Um, fucking I'm going to let me give everyone. Oh, what is it called? The thing that gives everyone my extended dark vision. Oh, your Twilight. No, not Twilight Sanctuary. Um, it is. Uh, Eyes of Night. Eyes of Night. As an action, I can share this dark vision up to four. Oh, it's only four. Wait, there's four of you. Okay, that works out. So three hundred. You all have three hundred foot dark vision. So, Sweet. okay. So you enter this cave, and um, it's a tunnel, and it's going down uh, at a pretty steep incline. But it I'm will. I'm going to be as we go checking for traps and. Indoors. All right, go ahead and roll me an investigation check for the first part of this cave. I do. Can we also roll like maybe other kinds of checks though, like acrobatics or something? Like if we're gonna like, you know, like use a bow to like 
try to set stuff off. Uh, depends on if you can find something. Then we'll we'll get with that. But situational. Um, all right. I'm, yeah, those. And I've got great saves against traps, so that's why. I'll yes. All right. So you cool. don't see anything really, but you make your way down this hill. This. All right, and it's actually a fairly short path before you come across an intel. Why did that do an intelligence save? I must have clicked that by accident. So you come across and you do see a uh, giant metal door. Is that arcane symbols on the floor? You can uh, check it out if you'd like. Arcane? Arcana? Yes. Doesn't appear... Those natural ones! (laughs) Um, It doesn't necessarily appear to be Arcana. Or Arcane. It is a... uh, Um... How about a religion roll? You can try rolling religion. Bad it is. This is not a symbol that you are familiar with, but you have read about people using symbols like this in specific types of, uh, like as not necessarily like magical wards, but more of a religious ward. Um, but typically more towards darker entities. To keep them away, more uh, protection against not to 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 protect against uh, lighter entities. I should say. Do any of us have mage hand? I do. You want to slap that symbol? Sure, Uh, everyone. You might want to stand back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take just that in back. case. Right. Everyone get behind me. So you send out your mage hand, you slap this symbol, nothing happens. Okay, I'll go investigate the door then. Alright, go ahead and investigate the door. You do not it does not appear to be trapped, it does appear to be locked though. Thieves tools time. Go for it. Slide of hand, right? Yes. Plus your plus four from your gloves. Or whatever it was. I forget. Holy balls. What the <laughs> fuck? There it is. I was going to roll too, but like, fuck that shit. Gotta do shit. Jesus. How the hell? All right. So. Plus five from the gloves. And oh, I'm plus five from uh, the gloves. Sufficient so in yep. that as well. So it takes you. This was a pretty. Oh, hot, man. Like. You pull out your thieves tools and you go in and you see this is a pretty fucking complex lock to begin with, but you know exactly where to to, to touch it. And it takes you. <laughs> he knows how to use his tools. Yeah. Takes you uh, no time at all to. Did you open the door? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I did. That was supposed to be locked, but okay. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, you <laughs> click it open and the door slowly starts uh, opening for you. So All right. you walk out, check out this room. Okay. So you, you go into this room. First. You 
you're in this small little uh, 20 by 25 room. Oh, you don't notice anything except for this big giant symbol on the floor of what looks like a giant nail sticking through a cross embedded into a circle. Uh, Butch, I would like you to roll a religion check. I can do that. You are not familiar with this symbol. That's not surprising. My studies focus mostly on smashing things. All right. I uh, check it. I didn't see anything in this room. With you, that. Didn't, you did That's not see anything in this room. Okay, I will proceed. All right. And after... Wait, hold on. Hold on, everybody. Wait, okay. Elric, do you recognize this? You're like a magic... Uh, if, you're a wizardly type. Um, Elric... Are you proficient in history? Um, is any, I am, actually. If you're proficient in history, you can roll a history check. Oh, what does I it mean am. when it's like a circle and half of it is full? So, uh, that mean, oh, because you have jack of all trades, so you have half proficiency in everything. Oh, that sucks. I, I'm proficient in history. So. All right. Anybody who's proficient in history can roll a history check. Arnon, you feel like you've seen this symbol before, but you're not sure. Elric, you've read about this. This is the symbol of uh, Despater, the lord of the second hell, the second realm, uh, second circle of hell. The symbol of Despater. That name's awfully familiar. What in yes. the gods is this doing here? All right, now, since you guys are through that door, I'm going to ask for another stealth check if you are continuing to be stealthy. Yes. Uh, Pass Without a Trace is still up, so. 36. So that's a 33, a 16, a 24, a 36, and a 25. So, all right, sounds good. So who's Arnon? Are you sneaking up first? Yes, um, and tell me when I need a new investigation check. All right, um, go, you can go to the end of this hallway, and... And there's a dude! You do see a, what you're looking at in this hallway is, uh, you see a big fire pit in the center with a, with a pretty decent-sized fire, um, but there is a chimney above, so the... It's not filling up with smoke or anything. You do see a couple uh, weapon racks on the edges, but uh, they look fairly picked through. Um, nothing really of any significance. Um, you see a common area in the bottom with a table and a stove in the corner. Um, some boxes up in the corner. You do see a desk and you see a man in a cloak sitting at that desk. Currently uh, looks like he's writing something on a piece of parchment. He's facing away from us towards the desk. Yes, he's sitting at the desk, uh, sitting, writing on on a piece of parchment that is laying on the desk. I like the motion to Arnon. I would the like, question, do you want me to talk to him? I would like to sneak up behind him and grapple him. Okay. 
What checks would you like? Um, you're at a 26 stealth, so your stealth is fine if you would like to go up and do a grapple. Um, give me one second here. Uh, you guys can question him after I've got him down. If I just put my sword up under his neck and say, don't move, is that a grapple? <laughs> Not necessarily, but you no. can you can do that if you would like. It would be an intimidation check. Send me to grapple him. But you're not as stealthy as I am. You're right. I've only got a 24 right now. <laughs> I'm <That's> good. <laughs> a 24 versus a 36 is like, can I, I be found I by like Sir. only the most perceptive? I, for, or can I, I forgot about Pass Without a Trace. My bad. Yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. are all Pass Without a Trace. The only one who's somewhat bad is Gwen, and it's still a 16. So and Butch could like be walking up and arguing and he doesn't notice. Yeah. No, I want to grapple it. I want to grapple it. Just saying, I'm strong as, as an ox. Do you want me to grapple him? Yeah, yeah, you can do it. All right, All right. so you're can going to grapple him? Yes, please. All right, so walk up and make an athletics check. Do I have advantage because we're yes. this is a surprise? Yes, you do. Which is good. <laughs> oh Much yeah. Better. All right. So, let's just just for the sake of actually no. Um so you grab him, right? And how exactly are you grappling him? All right. Um I'm going to uh go behind him, wrap No, he's sitting in a chair, right? Yes, he's sitting in a chair. Writing on a piece of parchment on the desk. I'm gonna. I'm going to. Let's see, I'm pretty big. A carriage would know best how to grapple a spellcaster because he's wearing robes, so obviously he's a spellcaster. Um. So yeah, I'm actually gonna wrap my big burly arms just to pin his arms. No, no, you know what? I think I have to grab his wrists and pull them up against him and then just get, pull him into like, a bear hug so we can't okay. use him to cast spells. All right, so you grapple him. You're behind him. You reach around. You grab his arms and pull him into a big bear hug. And you pull him up. And then the next thing you hear from him oh, no. is his voice goes extremely loud and booming and he just ye he yells help and I need everyone to roll roll initiative as soon as I set this combat encounter oh shit I am giving advantage to initiative to Arnon all right sweet so I can stab that guy in the neck where's that feature Anyway. Um, so 
Should I just roll it again? Because I don't hold see on. A hold on one second. Arnon, um, you are already at a twenty-two <laughs> initiative, so you're already okay. going first. So if you want to, I can roll it again for you, or you can just keep the twenty-two. That's twenty-two is fine. All right, so go ahead, Arnon. You are up first. Um. Damn it. Um. Uh, I wanted to question this guy. Um, I will use my newfound ability and cast Booming Blade on this fucking guy. All right. Okay. Go for it. Why did it give me a template? Uh, it Booming Blade always does that because technically uh, it's a... If he moves spell, I don't know. You can delete the template. It's not a big deal. Okay, so that just make a melee attack? Yes, make a regular melee attack. 19. All right, and he he's in combat with... Or he's in range with Butch, and you are hidden. So you definitely get your sneak attack and your crimson right. Wow, 20. So that is 20 damage. So you cut him and he but he's he's bleeding out, but he's still standing right there. Still well, in he's, he's grappled, right? Yeah, he's grappled by you. Um, he didn't even really contest the grapple because it was uh, a sneak attack and a natural 20. So fuck that. But he's, um, he's still being held, but he is uh, he, he's still standing, but he he's looking hurt after that hit. Scott, opportunity what does... attacks while grappled? Uh, no, because he is because you actually technically he should, but the way that he was grappled, I'm gonna say no because he's got his hands okay. up right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna head towards the door then. All right, so you're gonna head up here. Yeah. Go ahead and let's see. All right. All right. And, uh, that'll be it for me. Next one is this. This guy is going to one. Uh, let's see here. We have 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And he's actually going to go right there towards you. Um, and what you are going to see is this guy in just robes come out and he is going to try and attack you. Oh, mm, that hits that hits real well. So, yeah, he oh. just he runs through this door and just fucking wails one right across your chest. Twelve, huh? Yep. Twelve damage. Too bad you're not right next to me. <laughs> All right. So that is going to bring us to this guy, the guy that is currently grappled, and he is going to... Um, let's see what he can do here. He is going to look straight. He's going to kind of turn his head around to you, Butch. And he is you're just going to hear him say you're going to hear his voice kind of go a little dissonant. 
and he's going to say, Lay down. And he is going to cast Command on you. Lame. Why is it? Okay, maybe if this would freaking work. Give me a second. Uh... All right, so make me a wisdom saving throw. Is this the fall prone? Yes. Well, he's going to be under me. (laughs) Shit, you're right. Dumbass. All right, it's... uh... (laughs) We're just going to roll with it because I already said it. So it's a oh yeah so he you just it just you just shake it off and you're just still just yeah. holding him tightly. You might want to fall anyway and crush him to death. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> no. All right. Um. We're gonna move on to Gwen. It's your turn. Gwen's gonna hold on just a second. Let me look at this one more time. Yeah. Gwen's gonna uh. She's going to walk up to the cultist and she's going to put his hand over his mouth and cast a uh, poison spray directly oh, into his mouth. Shit. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. So that is a constitution saving throw. All right. Save constitution. Oh, that's a big no. So that's five poison. So, yeah, you just hold and it just sprays straight down his fucking throat. All right. <laughs> And he's just—he's just pores and mycelium into his throat. And he's—he's still standing there, but he's like—he's choking now, still being held by Butch. Anything else for you? That's it. All right. All right. That leaves us to this. uh, Let's see here. We're gonna go five, ten, fifteen. 20, 25, 30. All right. So this um, we are going to do. Arnon, I need you. Oh, where the fuck is it? Hold on a second. Um, Make me a wisdom saving throw, Arnon. So you are going to see you're standing there toe to toe with this other cultist. And then from the shadows in this hallway, you see walking towards you this giant hulking figure that you've seen before when you were a child. You see this giant, what looks like an oversized blue dragonborn stumbling or not stumbling, but lumbering through the hallway, coming straight at you. And that takes us to Butch. I'm going to melt his heart with a cool island song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what this is. I was uh, going to say something. <laughs> I yeah, I I don't know what this is. Give me a second and just go ahead. Here, let's go. 
trying to look up what my options are as grappling. All right. It's not a lot. Yeah, there's not much you can do to the person while grappling them. You're kind of just holding uh, them still, keeping them from doing shit. I am in. I mean, you could. Yeah, you could body slam the shit out of him. German yeah. suplex. I don't uh, know if you could get the back bend with the shell, though, to do the German suplex, but... How's he looking? He's looking pretty, pretty tombstone. hurt. He's look, Yeah, tombstone him. There you go. He's looking I don't, really I don't know what fucking that hurt. He's, he's not looking okay. All right, how about I uh, hoist him up and jump onto the table so that he is smashing through the table under my weight. All right. Um, Yes. All right. I am going to say go ahead and make an athletics check for that. I think I'm what? I'm 540? You're you're not light. Go ahead and make an athletics check. 15. 15. All right. I'm going to say go ahead and roll me with your weight on top of him. Um, uh, quick math here. I'm going to say go ahead and roll me uh, 46. Are you serious? Damn, yes. Son. Yes. Go ahead and roll 46. All right. 15 damage. Dang. Uh, yeah. He is. And he is annihilated. <laughs> oh, man. He is done, son. Butch just killed a guy. Yeah, yes, you grab him, you run up, slam him onto this table. The corner, the side of the table just buckles in right below his ribs and the weight of you. You can hear things cracking in there and he just goes limp in your arms and he's you're you're now holding this limp body against the table. Well, that desk looks try like a motorcycle crash on the freeway. Yeah, it does. He was, uh, was he, was he a dirty human cultist? Yes, he was a humane. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Anything else for you on your turn? Um, gosh, uh, uh, I guess I'll stand up. All right. That's half your movement to stand up from prone. So you Um, still have, you still have 15 feet of movement if you would like, or you can hang out there, whatever you want to do. I'm going to make my way towards Arnon. All right. If I can I'm sorry. This. I'm updating my notes. What was the, the, the devil that the symbol was for? Uh, Dispater. Thank you. All right. Wait, am I, am I actually on the bonfire? Um, we'll, say, we'll say you're standing right next to it. Okay. All right. Anything else for you? Or are you done? Uh, no, I'm done. All right. That brings us to Rhett. It is your turn. Um, I think I want to attack the, uh, this dude with, uh, my hand axes. All right. Are you throwing them or are you going to go up and melee him? I think I'm going to go up and melee him. All right. Go for it. Okay. Make your attacks. All right, that definitely hits. So, yeah, you slice across him. Um, He's in grundle trouble. 
Hey, yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, you just you just got mowed. Whack, whack, right across him uh, for a total of five, six, seven, eight damage towards him. So yeah, he he hits it. You hit him both sides, and he's still standing there, kind of grinning at you. Anything else on your turn? All right, well, that, that was your movement action and bonus action. So that is it for you. Um. All right, Elric, it is your turn. All right, let's see. <clears throat> And let me do the measurement. Get right. Oh, hold on one second. Arnon, you are actually frightened. I forgot to say that. Oh, that's pretty important to know. Yeah, forgot to say that. You are actually frightened of the being you see in the hallway. Okay, I added that. Oh, I just removed it. Hold on. There we go. Damn, what was the DC on that? Uh, just above what you rolled. Huh. Like 14 at level four is pretty high. <laughs> yeah. All right, Elric, sorry, it's your turn. Okay, so I get up to right about there. And I am going to... I think I'm going to cast Ray of Frost on the guy in front of between Arnon and Rhett. Yep. Go for it. Okay. Oof. Oh. Oh, that's a big oof. That's a big old oof. You hit your Ray of Frost and it just deflects off off the side. Anything else for you? Uh, yes, I'm going to activate my blade song. All right. For real ahead. this time. Go ahead and do that. I'm going to while you're activating your blade song, I'm going to see if I can find some better. Uh, combat music. Scott, I can I can end the frightened condition if I pop after I pop my uh, Twilight Sanctuary. I just I don't know if this is a good fight for it. Depends on how hard it is. Um, if well, that guy's I've pretty it, nasty down there, I may have to. I've at least got this round to fight this guy next to me. So, all right. I won't need to move towards her this round, probably. Yeah, Nick, you got to get me uh, your Pele list so I can control that shit while you run the game. Yeah, I do. You may want to, Scott, you may want to take a step back so it's not within your line of sight. So you don't have disadvantage on your attacks and ability checks. Do I, do I have disadvantage to other? It's disadvantages just to her. Um, hold on one second. It is a uh, creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. Oh, balls. I can move around to his other side, though. Yeah, but the, the creature you see is standing right 
in that hallway. Like, yeah, right there. All right, I can move to his other side. That's not towards it, so. I'll just dance through Rhett. All right, so, sorry, I'm, there we go. All right, so, Elric, you finished your Blade Song, right? Yep. All right, so that brings us to this guy right here. He's going to go 5, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and get right there. And then we are going to go with the next guy right here, and he is going to go 5, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, right there. All right, and that's going to that bring... Does that thing us... that I see take up a space? Yes, to you it does. So are they standing in it now? Uh, no, they are actually... To you, it is standing right in front of them. Okay. All right, and it brings us to you. All right, so is this square around him out of line of sight from that thing I see? You can certainly try. I'll do that. All right, so yeah, you walk up there and you don't see anything. Or, well, you don't see it, so you can make okay. your checks at normal. I am going to do what I forgot to do next time, last turn, and I'm going to cast Hex on this one. What are you doing? You're casting, casting Hex. On the cultist? Right in front of me? in front of me, yeah. All right. Um, is there a Hex condition? All right, so go ahead. And he will have disadvantage on. Let's see. Um, we'll say strength checks. Strength checks. All right. I'm gonna put cursed because I can't find a hex. So we're gonna say for this. I'm just gonna put the cursed icon. All right. So he has disadvantage on strength checks. Yes, and now I'm going to hit him. All right, you go ahead and hit him. Um, I'm going to cast Booming Blade on him again. Uh, Booming Blade is a bonus Cantrip. action, but it's a no, bonus. Is it? it? It's a, or is it an action? I'm sorry. I think it's an action. Okay, sorry. Let me make sure. Yes, no, it's yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Rapyar. All right, so that is definitely hits. Um, and she is next to him, so you can do your Crimson Right and your Sneak Attack. So that is 16, 18 damage towards him. All right, yeah, he doesn't really matter. because Wait, he, do I get my Hex too? Yeah, you do, but he's already dead. Okay. Overkill. Yeah, so he falls... All right. So, uh, anything else on your turn? Um. Y yes, I I'm gonna move on t on top of him. Okay. So. At so the, 
Yes. So you're moving right where he is. I'm going to go ahead and delete him off of here. So yeah, you can move him. At the end now, of your turn. Do I get a saving throw? This I was this? just about to say, go ahead and make another wisdom saving throw for me. Ooh. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you are no longer frightened and you peer in there and that overgrown dragonborn is gone. Oh, that's creepy, man. I, oh, I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling amazing. Yeah, you are. I have you are. And that pissed me off because I really wanted to use that at least once. And you <laughs> didn't let me. All right, Gwen, it is your turn. Okay. Um, Gwen is going to... Is she going to break out the Sporeman? Uh, I'm debating. I like to use Rusty Sporeman, attorney at law. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Ooh, is the shroom in the suit? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna hold off on, um, on him for the moment, but she is going to. God. She's gonna try something Fucking new. Music. There we go. And she's gonna try. Um. What happens if I cast Moonbeam on top of someone? Does it do the same damage as if they walked through the beam? Yeah. Okay, I I think I'd like to... uh, Five foot radius on these two guys right here. Alright, so you're going to cast Moonbeam right there, so go ahead and run that. I do. Alright, so that... Okay, so that is a 13 constitution set. So we are going to do constitution save on this guy. He fails, so that is five damage towards the guy on the top. Dang, that moonbeam, you can move it 60 feet. Now the bottom one, constitution check, and that makes. So you see the one on the top kind of kind of recoil back from it a little bit. Um, But the one on the bottom just kind of like ducks out of the way. Doesn't seem to face him. Alright, anything else for you on your turn? Did you just say something? Yeah, After anything? It, Any, no. No? no? Uh, yes, right. actually. Gwen's gonna move. Sorry. Alright. My dog learned how to jump. No problem. Gwen is just gonna move up a little bit. That's it. All right, so that's going to bring us to this one's turn back here. And what she is going to do. Uh, she's she's going to away. point at you, Arnon. She's frustrated at you, and she is going to unleash two bursts of arcane magic straight at you. One, you uh, raise your shield. You raise your shield, beams right off. Second one, though, right in the chest. All right. And then she is actually going to move down here a little bit. 
so that way she can still kind of see, but not quite. Butch, your turn. Ooh, I'm not doing good. Oh, maybe I should go heal you. How not not good are you? Uh, do I need? I'm I'm down to eight. Do I need to do a concentration Higher. check for hex? Then? Yes, you do. Need to do a concentration check. What is the? Uh, the DC would be constitution. Yeah, constitution constitution saving throw DC of ten. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, thank you. You still have your hex. It's not currently attached to anybody because you killed him, but your hex yeah. is still up. All right. Yeah, Butch. that's important for me because I only get one spell slot. So yeah. All right, Butch, what are you doing? Stepping up. Um. Okay. Do do do. Looking at my spell. Oh yeah. Thirty foot. Thirty foot area range within thirty feet. Okay. Um I'm gonna cast aid. Okay. Now, do I pick the people I'm targeting? Uh, what does... Else? No, you can't really pick or choose in Foundry, but just go ahead and uh, cast a spell and just say who you're doing aid to. Hold on. Okay. I raised my shield, the holy symbol... In the name of the Lady of Dreams, I grant you aid. All right. Who are you aiding? Myself, Arnon, and Rhett, as we are in front. So your hit point maximums and current hit points increase by five. So all four of you gain five additional hit points i think it's only three uh you rolled a five current no no I think it, it only affects three creatures oh gotcha 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 sorry i read that or i heard you wrong so you're doing you arnon and Rhett. yes as right. we are up front all right so the three of you gain five additional hit points mm -hmm. and your hey, maximum hit okay. points go up by five temporarily all right anything else for you on your turn um, I don't I think all my bonus actions are spells, so. All right. I don't think so, no. All right, Rhett, it is you. Hey, Butch, do you see the uh, material component of that spell? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. What is it? <laughs> A tiny strip of white cloth. <laughs> oh. You and oh. that white cloth, man. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's where it went. It went into my pack. That's no wonder fantastic. I couldn't find it. <laughs> All right, Rhett, it is you. Yeah. Hmm. 
if you have um, any ranged attacks. I do. I was just... Who might need bardic inspiration before we also... Oh. I, like, I also keep going. Or should we save that yeah. for... I mean, that's up to you, but uh, anybody can can uh, benefit from bardic inspiration. All right, so who are you inspiring? Um, how many can I inspire? Just one at a time. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go with Arnon. All right. How are you inspiring Arnon? Um, because he likes hard candy so much, I'm just singing Take You to the Candy Shop over and over again. He is like getting really excited <laughs> about it. I just can't stop thinking about hard candy. Oh, really... that's hilarious. All yeah. right. All right. What next? What What's for your action? That was your bonus action. Um, so Great. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use my longbow. All right. Which one are you targeting? Um, the one on the bottom. The one on the bottom? All right, go yeah. for it. All right, yeah, that definitely hits. So yeah, you reel back and, uh, oh shit, that's only 10. Um, this arrow goes whew, right into his chest and he kind of buckles back a little bit and then stands back up and he's, uh, he looks, he looks a little rougher, or a little rougher now, but he's still standing there. All right. Are you moving or are you staying where you're at? I think I'm going to chill here. All right. Cool. Uh, Elric, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to move up here. And let's see. I'm going to cast... One of the spells I transcribed last session. All right. Flaming Sphere. All right. I love it. Let's see. Flaming Sphere. Where are you putting your sphere? Oh, these two are right here. So why not put that right there? All right. So are you putting it? You're actually, you're trying to get both of them, correct? Correct. Okay, cool. The template's weird. All right, they're, so... They're, they're in the square, just not in the ball of fire. Right. Yeah, the the template's weird. All right, so the top one, dexterity saving throw. Let's see what happens here. Oh, yeah, no. Top one gets gets a little, a little singed there. So five damage right there, and then the bottom one. Let's see what happens with this guy. Dexterity saving throw, and wow, yeah. That bottom one, after the arrow and the flame, he's looking he's looking real hurt. <laughs> Anything else for you? Um, let's see. That is going to be it for my turn. So we are going to go to this guy right here. I which have is... another familiar with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I... this, the one on the bottom, is going to he shout moonbeam damage. Oh shit! Yeah. So what is it? What's the DC? It's a thirteen Constitution. 
Yeah. All yeah, right, 13 constitution, so. and he does take half on a successful save. Oh, I did not know that. All right, so what was the damage on the moonbeam? Five. All right, so that's two damage on that. Yeah, five. Not a shape, shape changer, is he? No. Oh, bummer. All right, so this guy is going to... You're just going to hear him yell to the one, protect the ritual, and he's going to run into Butch. <laughs> he's going to run into Butch, and he's going to attack Butch. Okay. He's going to just deflects right off of him. I just hold my shield up and... Yeah. This uh, this cultist over here is going to... Also gonna, take moonbeam damage. Yeah, so that's or also... Or roll for it. Yeah, so let's do a... <laughs> you fool! Oh yeah, so that's five more damage towards him. And you're just going to see him... 5, 10, 15, 20 run down here. Alright, um, that brings us to Arnon. Okay, bonus action. I'm moving Hex to this guy. The guy right here? Alright. Yeah. Um, we'll stick with strength. Okay. But is, it the, is it the same one every time, or do I pick mm -hmm. every time I move it? I think you pick every time you move it. Okay. Well, I'm sticking with strength either way. Alright. And then I'm gonna booming blade him. All right. Oh yeah, you don't, oh. you you don't have to do anything else. He, but I have three more things. I to know add. you do, but he's gone. He was already <laughs> on death's door, so he is he's done. Anything else for you? What are you gonna do after that? Uh. I will get hit by these spells if I run through them, won't I? Um, Moonbeam. Can he hold an action or hold something until I move it? You on can't. My you can only I, hold I an action. Hold you movement. cannot hold movement or a bonus. Okay. So, yes, you would get hit with those spells if you ran through I there. I will just step as close as I can to it. All right. So you're going to. Okay, cool. So you're going to move right up there. All right, Gwen, so it is one, one, no, two. Uh, there, I think it's player. just these two squares here, isn't it? Yeah, it's those two two squares. It's a five okay. foot radius. You're you're fine there. It's okay. you're fine. We're just gonna say you're fine. All right, Gwen. Um. Oh my god, this fucking music. <laughs> I'll say. There's another one just around the corner. As I'm going up. to move up right behind. Oh, I can see him now. Move right up behind Arnon, and I'm going to use my action to. I can't. I don't think do it. What? What but are you I trying to do? I want to move the template to the person I can see. To this one right here. All right. Yeah, cool. as far like to where it's a little not past them, but like the edge of it is with them. Yeah, so that we can potentially. All right, buy it. that's fine. We'll just say that that's there. Um, okay. Hold on. Can I move this? Cool. Nice. Gonna go right there. All right, yeah. so that is a constitution saving throw. So... All right, so she makes it, so that's two damage towards her. 
Fantastic. All right. Anything else? What's what's next for you? Um. Now that that's mo- oh, I guess the fireball is still there. Um. No, Gwen's just gonna stay where she is. All right. Cool. That's gonna bring us to her. So she is actually going to move up here real quick. Um, and she is going to target you again, Arnon, um, because she's oh. real. She's re- really not happy with you. Um, and she is going to hit you. Shoot out to blast of arcane magic. Oh, no, I'm down. All right. So Arnon, she wings one at you and Arnon collapses. It hits him right in the chest and he falls backwards. And then Ugh. seeing that she's going to turn to Gwen right behind him and just unleash the second blast. Twelve misses, right? It does. All right. So, yeah, the she's just flinging and she uh, this one goes right, goes wide. And then she is going to step back this way. That was five. 10, 15, 20. She's going to move right there. All right, Butch, it is you. Arnon is on the ground, unconscious. Temporary hit points will bring him back up. No, temporary hit points do not. We found that out afterwards. No, temporary hit points do not raise somebody from unconscious. Okay. Um. Go away, thing. Okay, um, well, first I'm going to cast Healing Word. Okay. Yeah. Is that just one person? Yes, Healing Word is one target. Towards yourself, right? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. So that is five. Seriously, five. Five hit points towards you, Arnon. Yep. No, I can't see her, can I? No, you cannot. Don't forget those. Also, don't forget those healing potions you guys got. Did I lose my max? My plus five to max when I went unconscious? I don't believe so. I think you you still have it. Yeah. It says says eight hours, but it doesn't. Yeah, you should still have it. Yep. All right, well, let me move over here. Oh, my gosh. Don't go through the fire. Oh, the fire only burns if if you end your turn within five feet of it. Yeah. Oh, I'm within five feet of it. Do you have five more feet of movement? I probably. All right. So, yeah, if you move down one more, you'd be fine. Okay. If you want to get that close to her. Sure. She just All hurt right. my friends. And they'll, right. they'll be coming along soon. I guess I will what? smash her. All right. So. This yeah. You still, have your, you still have your action. So go ahead and hit her. Yeah. I'm going to smash her. All right. Right, her, right in her smug face. <laughs> All right. Pull up your Warhammer. Whack right across her. And yeah, she takes it, but. 
Did I seriously roll a one on my damage? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Those natural ones. Those, Those natural ones. <laughs> All right, that's movement so, action and bonus action, correct? That's that's two yep. ones in a row for you, by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that right. is. Brings us to Rhett. What are you doing? Help me. <laughs> help me, help me. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah, because I can move past the fire and I'm good, right? Yes, you can. So you could yeah. move. You could make it to the square right above Butch. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. All right. All right. That's, that's okay. within five feet. Uh, yeah, actually, you'd probably want to move to this square right here. Yeah, but it up one. There you go. Won't she take damage from the moon? Yeah. No, because that... no. Now she's halfway between both of them, so you're safe right. there. Did I lose my inspiration when I went down? Uh, no. Your bardic cool. inspiration, you still have it. I think I'm going to do Favored Foe. Okay. On, on, on which one? Uh, shoot. Maybe I'm not seeing what I'm supposed to be seeing right now. I I think we should burn down the caster. But that's just me. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, she much. hurts, that's, guys. That's, that's fine. All right, so you're Favored Foeing the... Uh, yeah. The chick... The girl yeah. there, the woman. All right. All right, cool. So that, um, yeah, that's fine. Ignore that too. That doesn't really do anything until after you actually attack them. I'm going to throw my, throw my axe. At them. All right. You're going to throw your axe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Go ahead and make an attack. Yeah, your axe just whips right past. Yeah, your your axe is clinging on the ground. Is favored foe a bonus action or is that just a thing that happens? I can't remember. I mean, it it calculates like it keeps track. Right. But I mean, um, when you look at favored foe, I don't think it's a bonus action. No, I think, I think it's just a thing that happens. So your action no. is throwing one axe. Your bonus action is throwing the other. Both of them clatter to the ground behind her. And now you have no axes in your hand. Um, and that's I'm action, that. action, bonus action and movement. So that brings us to Elric. All right. Time to heat things up. Hey, -o. yes, please. No, not another template. Get out of here. Okay, so we're going to do that. And then we're going to move this. Moving it basically on top of both of them. Yep. All right, so that was a dexterity save, right? Uh, yes, that is a dexterity saving. Throw. Does it happen? It happens when you move it on them as well, correct? I can't, uh, let me, I can't remember. Let me check. 
I think it does, but... Oh, if you ram the sphere into a creature, then they must make the saving throw. I'm going to do that. All right. All right. Um, which one does it does it allow you to ram it into both of them or do you only ram it into one of them? Um, let's see. It doesn't say one way or another. Hmm, let me look it up. Hold on one second. Let me pull you. Uh, where are you? Uh, spell book. Bear with me one second. I think this might come down to whether or not it needs to occupy an established square or not. Uh, as a bonus action, you can move the sphere to three. If you ram the sphere into a creature, that creature, so I would assume that would be one. So you would pick which one you're ramming. Or oh. Then it's the wizard. The wizard. Okay, so you slam it into them. So let's make the dexterity saving throw. All right, and that what what was your DC thirteen? Yep, right, just so, under. So that was <laughs> five damage. Yep. All right, so yeah, she looks a little singed, but all right. Anything else for your turn? That was your act or your bonus action and your movement, correct? Yep. All right, so you still have your action. I still have my action, which is going to be. Mm, yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna do magic missile. All right, towards the w wizard. Towards the wizard. All right, magic at missile. Second level. <laughs> what is that? Four beams. Uh, I believe it is. All right, go for it. Four beams. Okay. For future reference, I put favored foe in the chat. Thank you. It's uh, it applies on a hit. So oh. Actually, so yeah, you still apply it automatically if you hit him. Okay, so as, you as you hit him, you have not used up one of your favorite foes yet because he did not hit. All right. Okay. Uh, so there's one beam. For, the, for these darts, like should should I just keep rolling the other ones or just count that for every single one? Just uh, do three d four plus three. Let's see, uh, 3d4 plus 3. No, not equals, plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is 16 damage. So yeah, <laughs> just boom, 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 peppering her with these, uh, with these beams. But she's still, she's still standing strong right there. All right. That is everything for you, correct? Yep. All right, so that's going to leave us to this guy. He is going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So he is going to move right there. And that is going to take us to Arnon. It is your turn. Okay, we have a regular healing potion from uh, the guy. You had... Um, we, we looted those, but or, but we didn't split them up. I didn't, correct. Uh, you had you had at the very beginning. You you each got two regular healing potions, and then um, you looted uh, a bunch of other healing potions. But you on your person have at least two normal healing potions. And that's, you that's get for all effect as an action, right? Um, you can 
do max healing as an I'm doing the same rule where you can do max yeah. healing as an action or you can do a bonus action and roll for it. Okay. Um, I'm going to do as my action, take one of my healing potions. They've all disappeared from my inventory. All right. Hold on one second here. So just do um, 10 because it's 2d4 plus ten. 2. So so that would be 8 plus 2. So that's 10. So add 10 hit points to you. Okay. Back up to 15. Woohoo! All right, I so am going to walk over uh does that clip the corner yeah yeah it does all right so which direction did that guy run straight down and he lit he went around the corner that would be to the right of you you guys gotta hightail it down there if they're doing some sort of big ritual. That's 15. Uh, 20. Moonbeam is at when I pass through, it's not ending no, your yeah, turn. Yeah, ending your turn. So you can go down the two more. I can go down next is to it? Moonbeam is not that way, but I it's, thought we left space that he could go. Past yeah, you can. Okay, you can. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go diagonal. You can zigzag. Yeah, side, yeah, that's fine. And then bonus action, putting my hex on her. Oh yeah, you're right next to her. Sure. And um, I'm gonna give her um intelligence. Intelligence checks. All right, cool. Um, all right, one minute. I'll be right back, guys. Sorry. That, that's all I can do. If you want to flip the turn, man. Oh, grappling is fun, but I have to put my warhammer down really to do it. I could pick her up and throw in that throw her in the moonbeam. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna hit her between two and five damage, though. Damage is damage. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, because I when I rolled it, it was 2d10 and I rolled a 5. Oh. So. Is it always 5? I. Yeah. I don't know. It says it takes 2d10 radiant damage and then it rolled it when I cast it. So I assume that I'm stuck with the number it rolled initially. That's how we did like wall of fire and stuff in the last campaign was the initial role was what it was okay yeah, yeah. like so it's, it's like I mean, establishing it's, had this is how much it hurts every time yeah, yeah. so if she succeeds it's only two damage oh she succeeds okay and i might as well just smash her face then but for some reason we rolled every time with the thorn or spike trap or whatever. All right. Sorry about that. All right. So that takes us to Gwen. It is your turn. Excellent. So Gwen wants to see all, see all the action. One, two, three, four. I still have three more spaces. Um, 
Do we? Does anybody see where any enemies are? Go straight down. Right. Yeah. That ritual. They. The wizard woman oh, is still I right there her. next to Arnon. And okay. Perfect. Did you guys see where the other one ran? Straight down. Okay. Um. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Should I try to uh, entangle her? Or just bring Rusty? I did lose my Hex when I got unconscious. Yeah, you did lose Hex, so that is correct. You did lose Hex. Thank you for remembering that. Shut. Alright, um... Gwen's Gwen's uh, calling the spores to bring Rusty back. All right. And she's she wants Rusty to plop right here. Right uh, on the other on side the, uh, of her. Yes. Because you have thirty feet, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it's within thirty feet of you. Uh, uh, an unoccupied space I see within range, which is. Where's the range? 90 feet. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, you you got plenty of room. So, yeah, there's Mr. Rusty. You just see these spores coalesce behind this wizard and boom, out pops Rusty. My boy. Rusty! Uh, and I think that's, that's uh, all I can do for the time being. Okay. And I believe Rusty can go right after you. Or does it take... It doesn't take a turn, does it? It Uh, takes its turn immediately after yours. Yeah, so yeah, Rusty can go. Okay. Then uh, Rusty is going to... Hold on, let me see if I can... If I fixed his maul. You did. I accidentally rolled it earlier, checking. Okay, cool. And it was only plus five instead of plus 11. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, Rusty was not supposed to have a plus 11 modifier. Uh, did he roll? No. Why can't I roll Rusty? Um, oh, you quit fighting me for a sec. Do you have his character sheet up? Uh, I did. Let me reopen it though. Yeah. Because. Hmm. It is still not allowing me to maul. Um. Click on Rusty and go up. Can you do it in the top left under inventory mall? No, it's not. Let me click it from there either. Um, Did it not give you permission? Hold on a second here. Technical difficulties. Um, You're player four, right? Yeah, it says you are owner here. I'll just roll it for you because it's weird like that. All right. Nope. He does get advantage because of pack tactics. It's not working for me either. No. Fantastic. Does Foundry think that it has to wait a turn? No, it shouldn't. Oh, wait. Hold on. No. I'm going to try something here. Hey, perfect. There it is. No, it's still not working, though. 
All right, so Rusty. Oh, wait. That Did was you? info. Oh. Like, I can look up the info of it, but I can't. Oh, foundry's broken. All right, we're going to do this. It let me do multi-attack? I don't want to do multi-attack. It's just mall oh. that's broken. There we go. Wait, 1d20 plus zero. All right, hold on a second. His, it's, it's fucked up. All right, so it's supposed to be plus five, right? Yes. All right, so let's do this. Give me a second. Um, attack. Macro, macro, macro. Plus five. We're just going to do this. Plus five. All right. I love Foundry when oh. it fucking works. Hey, oh. No. All right. There we go. All right, cool. He still hits. All right, so yeah. Go small, mushroom man. Can is it? Can you roll it? Uh, oh, with advantage. Like, with advantage. Yeah, yeah. He still definitely okay. hits. Okay. And yeah, he walks up and he just nice. whoosh, slams her, and she is looking fucking rough now. All right, anything else for for Rusty Rusty Sporman? Nope, he's gonna stay right. right there on her butt. I'm gonna remove him from combat. This is, initiative. This attack is doing plus eleven again. Is it? Ah, oh, shit! It is. Yeah, because it would have still hit because he rolled a thirteen. Um, yeah. So an eighteen would have hit. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh shit! God damn it! Remove that. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking hell. Rusty, why you suck? He doesn't suck. Uh, He's a good boy. He's such a good boy. Yeah, it's in there as plus five. I don't know. Fuck it. So what, it, right. it only worked when you did plus 11? Apparently. I, I tried to change the uh, macro, but it's still putting... It didn't take it. It's still taking plus... Uh, 11 for some reason. All right. So it brings us to the wizard and um, she is looking not quite happy right now. So what she is going to do is. She is going to actually pull her hands up and you are going to see her blink out of out of existence right here. Now. She is going to attempt to move. If you would like to take an attack of opportunity at disadvantage, you can. Oh, well. Butch, Butch, Arnon, and Rusty can all take attacks of opportunity at disadvantage. Now, does Rusty take a normal attack because of his pack tactics? <laughs> um, yeah, but it doesn't matter because uh, Arnon. Okay. Yeah, Arnon. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> this. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> There's that one. <laughs> this uh, invisible body becomes visible again and falls to the ground right there. All right, Butch, it right. is your turn. All right, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna haul ass, get down there. We have to stop this ritual. I'm going to pop my, uh, 
Come on, Brain. You know what things are called. You're going to pop your brain. Yep. I'm not sure what that means. In in the name of the Lady of Dreams, I summon the Twilight Sanctuary. Oh, your pop, your uh, channel divinity. Yeah. All right. Um, and then I'm gonna all last down there. I don't. I think I can only run the thirty. Hopefully, everyone else will run more than thirty. Pretty sure all we'll of you have a thirty foot move. Movement speed, but I have thirty-five, and I can do longest rider. Hell yeah, you can! I forgot about that. All right, so you do your channel divinity. So yep. go. And I'm going to run thirty feet down. All right, so anyone within can do one d six plus four temporary hit points. Well, you gotta when you end your turn within thirty. Right. Feet of me. Correct. All right, so you would. But be that does right include there. me. Yes. So you'd be, yeah, right there in that square. And then if you want to roll your temp temp hit points, you can. Can you choose not to take the temp hit points if you already have hit po- temp hit points? Yes, you can. Well, technically, it's I choose whether you get the hit points or I remove one of, one of your conditions. But when you receive temporary hit points, you can choose whether or not to overwrite the temporary hit points you already have. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. You get to pick. All right, so you have six additional temporary hit points. Anything else on your turn? Uh, No, that's all. I'm just here to get hit. All right, Rhett, it is you. You, I don't know if you can see the the anything or if it's just an empty hallway for you. Empty hallway. All right, and your axes are currently on the ground right around where Rusty is. So. So I'm going to go pick up my axes. All right. Um, and I can still move, right? Um, how far did you move? I went four spaces. All right. So you still have two more spaces you can move. Cool. I'm going to come here. And now I can see this... I can see this guy. All right. So I'm going to use my longbow. All right, go for it. Yeah, that definitely, definitely hits. So yeah, you shoot this guy and he just in the back, right between the shoulder blades and his back arches and he just falls to the ground right there. Nice. All right. Anything else for you on your turn? No, I think I'm all right. All right. Well, that That seven is the temporary hit points I rolled. All right. So technically you guys are out of immediate combat. There is no immediate threats right where you're at. Son of a gun. I mean, we can move freely. You can. I'm going to go down here and investigate. All right, hit an investigate. Uh, all right, are you going all the way in there? I'm going to go to this doorway right here and then hit investigate. All right. As soon as you walk up to that doorway, you see one more cultist standing over um, what appears to be a like a stone chalice on or a stone bowl on top of a pillar. 
and he is holding the back of the head of somebody that just looks like a common villager with a bloody knife in his hand and you just see blood pouring out of the throat of this villager into this uh, as soon as the blood he just he looks up at you and smiles and says you just hear him say you're too late and then the the blood fills to the top of this bowl and you see these channels start flowing in the stone similar to the uh close to the end of the original blade movie when they get the blood yeah. flowing towards this Is that guy a daywalker <laughs> and behind him you see three rows of three like stone pews behind that you see a stairway a, a short stairway that goes up about four feet to a platform and a giant ring stone ring on that platform these the blood trails to that platform hits the bottom and these runes start glowing all around the platform and suddenly the portal this dark pink glow or purple glow inside the portal or inside that stone circle uh, lights up. I um still stuck at 60 feet of dark vision, apparently. So I can't see past. Oh, anything. OK. Yeah, everyone um, should have one second. I believe it's 300 feet. Lighting darkness level. Let's go like this. Whoops. Nope. Vision threshold. Let's go like this. Hey, oh. let's see if this works. Save changes. Can you see now? No. No. Okay. Um. Hmm. Can we move I'll just forward a little bit. Allow tokens to see any area they have direct line of sight. Here, let's try this. Hey, what about there that? You go. All right. And as that portal alights, is where we're gonna call it for the night. Ah. Uh. We needed to haul ass. We did not. We stopped to fight this stupid wizard. We are not hauling ass. So, we will pick up there next week and see what the hell happens with this newly lit by blood-letting sacrifice. Yeah. Next time. Next time <laughs> on those natural ones. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. Those of you who stuck with us until the end, and we will see you next Tuesday. Yay.